and we are live once again. You are listening to the Solvable Mysteries podcast. This is episode number 53. My name is Juras, and as every week, I'm joined by my co-host, Glenn Heikov. How are you feeling, man? Is everything all right on your end? Yeah, doing awesome. Just uh, hanging in here, having myself a good couple of beach days. Excellent. It seems that you've been going to the beach a lot recently, right? I mean, the weather is probably yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's been. It's even with all the COVID stuff going on, um, the beach is open. I think even in all the counties, just I don't know. I saw a chart that was saying that out of all the COVID stuff, it's like kind of mid mid range risk for us right now. Like it's not mm. like 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 going to the gym was supposed to be like the worst. Or one of the worst things to do. Going to the um, gym is man. Going to the gym is the one of the worst things to do, even when it's not like even, <laughs> there's no COVID. Because my because my brother legit went to the to the uh, to the gym like I don't know like uh, three months ago, and then he got some eye infection. That then oh, I yeah. got the same eye infection. So like going to the gym with all the nasty people out there most of the time. At at least here in Lithuania, that's like a not not good idea. Regardless, I think during the COVID season, it's probably even better, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's funny. I never, I didn't really ever think about it that much back when I was used to do that. But yeah, now that we're all so sensitive about touching this and touching that, it's like, oh yeah, no wonder. Like mm. all of us, you know, all of us are just touching the same weight equipment and weights and, you know, then you touch your face or the showers are probably nasty. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? yeah, that's true. Right. Um, yeah. So we have a, I think, uh, we have a, a, a case that's a, a user request today. Yep. Don't we? Yep. Uh, this is the case of the Kanika Jenkins. Now, if you're watching this on our YouTube platform, uh, just go to YouTube and type in Solvable Mysteries Podcast. You will find all of our visual assets right there. We're talking about a young woman. She was 19 at the time of her death. Now, um, let's reveal the fact that she was dead. I think let's the, the way we should structure this podcast, let's go through the story of how this woman ended up dead. And then let's discuss why she, you know, died and then pretty much who's responsible because I think uh, this case in particular definitely brings out a lot of emotions in people especially uh, in conspiracy theorists that sort of are leaning towards one way or another now um, I'm not really certain if I believe in the conspiracies but um, let's get into it let's let's see let's see what we could uh, if we could like um, find common ground with some of them so, the brief story of how Kanika Jenkins, this woman right here, ended up dead was, well, she was celebrating with friends at a party that took place at the, at the Crown Plaza, room 9206. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Crown Plaza hotels, they're like a... Uh, there's not only like one Crown Plaza, right? There's like Crown Plazas all over the place. I believe. Yeah, I bet that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. So you know the problem. So just to get that out of the way quickly, when you have uh, a hotel chain, you know, like the Hilton or whatever, whatever, 
usually the staff will not be super um, joyful and like invested in the well-being of the occupants of the hotel rooms now why i'm saying this because like um when you have like a family run hotel you know what i mean you, you, i think you know where i'm going with oh this. yeah uh, yeah the staff is usually more like friendly more caring per se but when you have like these big conveyor production you know like just money making machines like the crown plaza the hilton four seasons there are definitely some establishments like that that probably don't really care about their um occupants or at least some people that work in there they're just like uh paycheck to paycheck just uh nine to fiving not really caring so um you know some something like that will come up in this case now how kanika jenkins and her friends ended up partying in the crown plaza hotel is pretty interesting right because i believe kanika actually lied to her mother at one point that she was going to bowling and then she went to a party in the Crown Plaza Hotel and the room 9206 was actually booked by a fraudulent credit card. Uh, uh, did I get this correct, man? Oh, wow. I'm not, I, don't, I have not heard that, but I was kind of wondering because, you know, it, it was a group of young people. And in fact, one of the articles I read said that, you know, like hotels don't, they're not usually super fond of a bunch of people partying in their rooms, especially a bunch of young people who may be doing like underage drinking and smoking weed and things like that. So I was wondering, like, I, I feel like a lot of times you, you have to be like 25 or 21 or something to, to even get a hotel room. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like, like, mm. like just, just like car rentals. Like I think you have to be 25 to rent a car because it's just a certain age group that they don't, that, that, corporations don't trust so yeah, yeah to your point um that wouldn't be totally surprising to me that that's how this passed muster because part of me was wondering like how did all these people even end up in a hotel room without like security at the hotel noticing and i, I don't know i mean to, to your point maybe in a big hotel like that people just look the other way like they just you know at the end yeah. of the day it's not worth yeah. getting in a fight with a bunch of people and they're like well there's these are the rules if we catch them catch somebody breaking the rules and maybe we can kick them out but we're not gonna like you know unlike a, a family-run hotel that would really care about what happens you know maybe mm. a bunch of people you know like you said working at the conveyor belt hotel maybe they don't really care exactly exactly um okay so without uh stopping here too long uh kanika jenkins was actually well what she told to her mother Teresa martin she was actually going to celebrate getting a new job, right? Um, this is not a big thing in this case, but I just wanted to mention it right here that Kanika Jenkins was, in fact, working or, like, uh, was going to start working at this care home. Something like that, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah. And actually, just, just sorry, just to rewind for a second. I am seeing, just confirming, that's funny, I totally missed that, that yeah, that there was a, there was a uh, the hotel did cite the stolen credit card as being you know part of what led to the sequence of events we're talking about today. Exactly. So yeah, right. Um, so without stopping here, as I've said, let's I guess move on to Kanika Jenkins arriving at the hotel with her friends. Now, this is a still 
from a surveillance footage. Um, I'm not going to play the whole surveillance footage. Uh, we do have some visual assets down the line. I just wanted to show this still. And I just wanted to uh, get a few facts straightened out. So the first thing is Kanika Jenkins apparently arrives with three other people to this party. Now uh, Kanika Jenkins is probably the furthest, the person who is the furthest away in this particular still. Now she's wearing all a denim outfit and I believe white shoes. So she's wearing a denim jacket and then some denim, uh, I guess, jeans. So this is them arriving at the scene essentially. By the way, everything is happening in 2017 in September uh, 9th. So I'm thinking it's September in Chicago or necessarily Illinois. That's probably pretty windy. That's pretty cold, right? So I think they're dressed uh, appropriately for like the, the weather at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So um, then they arrive at the party now. Um, pretty much during the party, there's... I mean, I'm going to show some some uh, assets. I think we could definitely jump to one of them right now. Um, oh, this is her arriving at the party. My bad. We have. Uh, I'm not going to uh, play the audio because the audio contains some copyrighted music. So I, I guess we could just play uh, it right here. I think this is when they arrived at the party. Now you can see Kanika in the back. And this video is pretty wild. Uh, you got like the camera moving all over the place but i guess this just pretty much gives us a better look at how people were you know what i'm saying this doesn't look like a bowling trip to me you know what i mean like this definitely seems like it's uh, something more than that uh, and people were probably looking to really party hard that day you know what i mean uh, at least from yeah. this from this footage of them driving and i think another thing that is worth mentioning right now is that there's a bunch of live Facebook live videos. I don't know what it is in, in Chicago, Illinois, but it seems like you have to be on Facebook live like every five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So pretty much they arrive. You know, Kanika is in the back, as I've said. So Kanika is having a good time. She's she's pretty happy. And I think from that footage, it's also worth mentioning that uh, her friends seem pretty cool. Now, you know, uh, down the line they will do some questionable things uh, to say the least at least one of the friends uh, but yeah so they arrive at this party now um, the timeline for me is a little bit hazy because I'm not gonna lie I was stringing up my research uh, last minute because I was working on some other projects as well for this podcast so I didn't really have the time to get the exact timing on my end 100% correct so maybe you could like um correct me if i'm wrong but i believe kanika is reported missing at 1 15 p.m right is that correct but then again uh yeah just correct me if i'm wrong man uh okay so as far as after all the events so Okay, well, let's this, this, this clarify what we mean by reported missing. So, um, her mother, I think, would, would, would say she was missing at about um, 4 a.m. Mm. 
the following early the following morning. So literally almost the same night, right? If you yeah. consider that early morning, the night, that's when when Kanika's friends call her mother to ask if she got home because um, they have her car. And then at 5 a.m., they show up with their car and no Kanika. So I'd say from probably 4 a.m. is when her mother decides she's missing. She calls the police at 7.15 and then, yeah, to your point, they finally formally enter her to the cops. The police finally enter her, Rosemont police enter her into the law enforcement agency's data system, also known as Leeds, as a missing person and start searching the hotel. Exactly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, because I can see as well at 4 a.m. Uh, yeah, Jenkins' friends called the mother. Now let's before we actually get into the this uh, discovery of Kanika's uh, body and, and things like that. Let's go back a little bit back into the party, right? So I have another asset from pretty much the the party, and I guess uh, you know. So Kanika went uh, missing at, as I've said, uh, she was reported missing at least by her friends. To her mother at 4 p.m. Right? No, 4. Uh, my bad. It was like, man, this timeline is really getting to me. It was 4 a.m. My bad. Sorry, 4 a.m. So the friends called the mother at 4 a.m. Then the mother uh, says, "Nope, she's not back home." So at least, so one hour later, they arrive with with Kanika's car. Now the first question I have, like. Aren't these people all drunk? How are they driving this car back to Kanika's mother's Teresa Martin's house? You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing uh, I have questions. But uh, let's leave that a little bit for the future, I guess, or whatever. Um, let's go back into the party. Now, why Kanika Jenkins went missing was pretty much the girls at around uh, 3 a.m. the following, following night. Uh, I mean, the previous night, they decide to leave the party there have been reports that some people at the party were aggressively flirting with these with this group of girls and whatnot so they decide to leave the party at 3 a.m now um once they leave the hotel room which was really crowded and packed let's just let's just uh just give a better sense of what's happening i'm just gonna play this clip right here uh i'm pretty sure this is probably the last Facebook live clip from the party when Kanika was still seen alive. Now she's gonna come up in this live a little bit later on. I'll definitely notify you when she does. The thing is, once they leave uh, the, the apartment room, Kanika and her friends go to this elevator. Now near the elevator, Kanika realizes that she has left her cell phone as well as her car keys. Um, at, at this hotel room now Kanika at that point was pretty drunk that's why she was almost escorted by her friends the first question I have is how come Kanika why, why did she even take the the car to the place because the car belonged to her mother that's that's the thing the car belonged to Kanika's mother Teresa Martin Teresa Martin's insurance policy on that car stated that it only uh, the insurance is only viable if either Teresa Martin herself drives their car or Kanika Jenkins drives that car. 
So if Kanika Jenkins went in there thinking that she was gonna get drunk, uh, why, then obviously she can't drive, especially in the state that she was. She definitely can't drive the car back home. So why did she bring the car? Why not call an Uber? You, you know what I mean? Like, why would you bring a car when you know that you're not gonna be able to drive that, that car back? And if one of your friends drives it, also probably drunk or high on weed or something like that. By the way, that's Kanika right there. We can see her in the footage. If your friend is gonna drive that car, then the insurance policy will not cover that, uh, you know, will not cover it. And Teresa Martin actually uh, specifically stated that uh, she told uh, uh, Kanika to not let anyone else drive that car because the insurance won't cover it. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. Give yeah. us your give it, give us your thought on that. Yeah, I mean, it just seems really stupid, right, or foolish. I don't know if, like, she got pressured into it. Because originally they, they had planned to do something else. And then this party was sort of a, a a decision they all made once the night got started. But, yeah, it's like it's really dumb. I don't know if it was just the cost of an Uber or – I don't know. Are there are – there, I guess there must not. I, I can't. I don't know if there's any age limit, like lower age limit to Uber, or whether like so, Chicago has any kind of Uber issues. You know, like because some cities have like anti-Uber laws. But no, I mean, just to your point, like you, you could take a taxi, you could do something else, and then it turns out that the other issue was, you know, once they get to this hotel, apparently this was one of the factors for why the friends and everybody was so eager to leave the party and not like like you, you might think like it's a hotel room if you know somebody can kind of guarantee your safety which you know is is a little bit dubious in a packed like right. you said a packed hotel room full of people you don't know so as a woman you may not feel safe sleeping off you know being drunk at a hotel room but you know whatever, whatever the reason is apparently this hotel had signs all over the place saying that if you were parked in the parking lot and you didn't have the appropriate permit, and I don't, I don't know if you had to pay for that permit. So that's part of the issue because some hotels um, can have pretty expensive parking fees for mm. staying at, at the hotel and having a permit and all that. It really depends. Like if you're in a suburban, like San Francisco is one of the ones where, like for us to park at the, uh, like ten year, ten years ago to park at the parking lot was like thirty bucks a day just for that. Um, I don't know. That's, that's but, a crazy you know, amount of money, man. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, I mean that's that's not even that bad probably compared to now. Now it's probably like sixty dollars a day. Um, what? That's that's insane. Yeah, that's 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 like a that's, that's like that's like three weeks at the whole, at the airport parking here. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, no, no, it's ridiculous, especially downtown LA. Same thing. So yeah, there's like apparently there were signs saying there's a two hundred dollar fine or fee or it's probably an impound fee. You probably get towed or something and then you have to go down to the tow lot so it's like a whole problem so yeah i mean i mean to your point it doesn't sound like the night was well thought out so already these are probably signs of somebody making i mean it's not unusual for teenagers to do this right for a young person who's not even 20 yet but yeah already making poor decisions for her evening exactly um so okay so kanika jenkins and her friends are at this elevator now Kanika realizes that she has left her car keys and her cell phone now what do the Kanika Jenkins friends do 
Now, this is really going to be baffling. Now, Kanika Jenkins is really drunk at that point. Like, she's all high. She, By the way, she in, her, in the autopsy, there was no drugs found, but there was one particular drug found that I think we're going to discuss a little bit. That's why I said she was high, because that one, dr one drug was really interesting. I don't really have an explanation how it ended up in her body, but whatever. The friends actually all together go back to fetch her cell phone and car keys because apparently Kanika is too drunk to do that but then again she's not too drunk to, to stay by herself at this elevator you know what I mean like yeah why, what, why did everybody have to go back yeah that, that's like probably one of several baffling things in this case where I just I, I can't help but like as, especially as we get deeper into this case I can't help but wonder if she and her friends were really like super new to partying and drinking and stuff because yeah. most people know I mean especially women like I said women know that you know you're at risk when you're inebriated you're kind of you can be victimized by somebody somebody should have been because we see her on the videos you know staggering around and basically trying to hold herself up in the wall yeah. um that's a really drunk person or or well it turns out it was more than just drunk but that's a person who's not i mean she's already i mean i was kind of surprised she didn't vomit right like cause usually when people are that drunk oh yeah you know there's like a there's like a like a like, like it's a coin toss whether they're gonna puke or not right, right? so so like yeah wait it's, it's pretty weird like i, I yeah it's just real sprod sprod as well definitely but then again you know what this is where everything gets really messed up from this point. Now, Kanika's friends actually return to the elevator where they left the, the super intoxicated Kanika Jenkins. Now, they can't find her. They can't find her. Kanika is nowhere to be seen. But, you know, the friends actually, from what I've gathered, actually did start searching for her. And pretty much the searches for Kanika Jenkins uh, proved no... Uh, you know, it it pretty much didn't really uh, they they couldn't find her, right? That's what I'm trying to say. Kanika Jenkins was definitely not found. But then again, at 4 p.m. Uh, yeah, 4 a.m. I'm sorry. Kanika Jenkins' friends calls Teresa Martin to ask if her daughter had returned. She had not at that point. They <laughs> derived. I don't. I, I don't know what about. Like this was a weird situation for me. How they actually just drove the car back to uh, Teresa Martin's house just to tell her that she's missing? Couldn't they just phone her and tell her to come come to the place while they still continued searching? You know, why would they just drive to Teresa Martin's place? I mean, maybe you have a better idea on what's the motivation to do that. Yeah, I, I had two thoughts. So my first thought was, well, maybe they also had to get home to their <laughs> to their mothers um, oh. before they got in trouble. So maybe that was, you know, because they're all kind of acting like pretty young people and they're not living on their own probably. But then the other thing is maybe Teresa actually needs her car back to even go do the next step of whatever is going to happen after this. Um, but yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I, I think that's the only thing. I, I, I don't know doesn't seem like they were being super great friends. Like, exactly. I don't know how well exactly. Kanika knew these people, but they didn't seem like they were looking out for her best interest in a lot of ways, though, you know, I guess there's other... 
other parts to this where they said that well you know they were they were inquiring about her how she was feeling and things like that during the party so yeah. I don't know you know I guess the other thing is they're all kind of semi drunk too but yeah if I were if I were her mom and at all suspected that people were drinking I don't know that I want them driving my car back to my house maybe I would take a cab especially when the insurance is not you know covering it so. yeah not going to cover them exactly yeah. um, okay so at 7:15 a.m. Teresa Martin Kanika's mother actually calls the police and she report well I wouldn't say she reports her missing because a police officer uh, operator definitely botched I think the whole situation now I'll just play a few moments of that phone call because I do have it so let's listen in on it yes I'm at the Crown, uh, Crown Plaza at O'Hare Airport and I was calling because my daughter came to this to a party here last night a gathering with her friends and um now her friends they say that they left on the front of the hotel and she's not able to be found now she's 19 years old and you said that this and and you said the crown plaza at o'hare airport yes yes and they said that the, um when her friends was asking uh earlier today like about four o'clock in the morning because uh, they could run the video cameras they said that they didn't have no cameras But now I came and it was a lady. She said that it, she she heard music, and she she asked me that I want to go upstairs. And we went upstairs on the 11th floor, and it was someone came to the room, and the, she said that she did see my daughter there with a group of girls and and, and a couple of guys. But um, that's all she just saw because she was trying busy trying to get reception on her phone. All right. Well then, um, you know what, um. Are you sure you don't mean the Crown Plaza in Rosemont? No, yes, yes, yes. No, I, I, I remember that you told me that you're 19. But um, what I'm saying is that is that she again, she's only been gone for a couple hours. She's, you know, I don't know. Maybe she's, you know, she could be somewhere with one of her friends or something. Because I mean, it, again, it, it is only a couple hours since you hadn't seen her, correct? Or since her friends supposedly hadn't seen her? Correct. Let's say about. Um Four, three to four hours now. They said. They told me. It was like four o'clock in the morning when they called me. Yeah. Uh, I well, I I guess uh, the the one. I, are you looking to file a missing persons report then, or are you just? Let's not play the entirety of this clip. Uh, what the clip pretty much stated, well, it was pretty crazy to me because like the officer was like pausing for a few seconds, not even like uh, giving the answers. He was like uh, breathing heavily. He was like, it almost felt like he really, I mean, was like not trying to do any work <laughs> early in the morning. You know what I mean? It was like, just like, give, give it some time. You know what I'm saying? While Kanika potentially was in danger, well, you know, we will come to find out that she was in real danger and something could have been done at that point. Now, as the timeline goes further, we have... Uh, uh, now, I think you may have uh, did some better research on this part. Well, they initially the police doesn't arrive at the scene right but then Kanika's mother Teresa Martin and her friends actually start 
uh, going through all of the rooms in the early hours of the September, uh, I guess, 10th and uh, September 9th, I mean, and they actually, uh, the, the hotel actually now calls the police on Teresa Martin, right? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad tactic. I mean, I guess it shows her mom was really trying to be responsible about her daughter. Um, I mean, I guess that's one way to get action is to to literally knock on every single door in the hotel room, you know, where, well, the, the hotel. So it wasn't just the hotel room. It was, they were literally waking up every single guest or 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 at least trying to talk to every single guest in every single room in the hotel in this giant hotel and, and yeah so eventually like the cops get called it, it's it's frustrating because just to rewind for a second apparently when this was all happening the hotel when I, I think she talked to the hotel at some point and the hotel refused to show them the, the footage or review the footage or, or something some kind of I was, I was trying to find out more about this and why why they even have a policy like this because I think to your point earlier you made a good intro about the hotel business and how people act that work there because if this was a family hotel that mm. prided itself and you know protecting its guests like even if there was some kind of rule I'm trying to think like I was, I, was, I was talking about it here in the house and I was like why would a hotel have a rule that they couldn't review security footage or do anything until cops re- reported someone missing because that seems seems real short-sighted because if someone's in danger like it turned out Kanika was then you can't really get to them in time it's not like when you when you go to a hotel, you don't have any assumed right of privacy, like in the in the hallways or anything, right? Like, yeah, in your room, nobody should be recording you, but you know, coming in the hotel lobby, going in the elevator, walking around the halls, certainly going in places you're not supposed to be. Which, like, how good is your is your security footage if someone's in a part of the host, part of the hotel they're not supposed to be, and you don't even notice? Like, what what's the point of those security cameras right. then, right? Right. What kind exactly. of security is that? Exactly. So that's. That, yeah yeah i mean yeah what i was what i what i was going to say is that the um police actually uh, do get the footage uh initially when they arrive right uh but they only see the part where kanika jenkins enters the hotel with her friends is that correct yeah it was i think yeah it was it wasn't by any means like a comprehensive look I mean, I guess I guess my point is it doesn't even sound like anybody was monitoring the security footage. So if it's just there to cover your ass later, then it's not oh, even it's not yeah. it's, it's it's not even helping you as a hotel. Like so suppose suppose there was anything of value in the places where the cameras are monitoring, like for instance the basement, which we're going to talk about later. Well, then somebody could have been in the basement stealing things, and the only purpose that video footage you know if they have their face covered like we all have our face covered now here in in the united states well then that doesn't help you at all like you didn't at all prevent theft so just i guess that that, that's my frustration while i think like a family business yeah like to your point the some of the employees might actually be the family you know that owns the business so they're they care and then as far as like this thing you know the conveyor belts Hotels. Yeah, the conveyor belt thing. Yeah, it's like, well, there's we have a rule. Well, what's 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 the point of the rule? Like, what was the you know? Sometimes there's a rule that is it really a rule or is it just something that a manager said? Or you know, is it really a rule 
or is it just, you know, like, like that's, I don't want to do anything right now. I, I, I don't, I don't really understand. Like, so in this case, anyway, supposedly there was some kind of policy that they wouldn't even review the footage until the police came to them. So I don't really understand who that's protecting. I don't know if they're like trying to protect people from like, you know, I guess at a hotel, a lot of stuff goes down, not just parties with underage people drinking and smoking weed illegally. Because by the way, weed's not legal in Chicago, at least last I checked. Um, So like, yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's people that people that, that, that are there that are having like affairs and things like that. So I'm like, well, is that, is it, is it just so that a bunch, you know, someone's angry wife doesn't show up and demand to see, you know, like maybe that's, oh. that's the reason, you know, mm. like, 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 like enough angry spouses came and demanded because, because they were paranoid because somebody didn't, didn't come home tonight at like the right hour that they want to check every hotel. You know, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't point. put it past. Yeah. Some stuff like that. So maybe that's why, but it just seems pretty obnoxious um that they would you know in this case it wasn't it wasn't that it was like you know like hey by the way hotel i don't don't know like are you responsible if someone comes to your hotel and does underage drinking and stuff like isn't that something you're supposed to be trying to prevent from happening so if someone gets hurt doing something illegal in one of your hotel rooms i mean they're lucky she wasn't a minor right because if she was underage if she was under 18 it might maybe it would have totally changed their response time in a lot of this, but yeah, exactly. Um, so I think we could pretty much jump to the surveillance footage now, according to the timeline. Uh, a hotel worker, uh, the next day walks through the empty kitchen, I believe, in the lower levels of the hotel, goes into the corner where the freezer is located just outside of the camera view and then summons a police officer according to surveillance video uh, because uh, Jenkins, you know, Kanika's body is discovered in the cooler inside a freezer lying on her side with her face down. Now the the images are really graphic. So, uh, you know, viewer discretion is advised. Now this is pretty much... I guess how Kanika was found on September 10th in the freezer and yeah as I've said like the, the images are pretty graphic uh, we could see that her shoe one of her shoes is removed we can see a scrunchie on the floor as well now the first thing that I have to say here is that why is the freezer so nasty you know what I mean like shouldn't the freezers because when someone t- tells me about like a big freezer at like a Crown Plaza hotel, I'm thinking spotless, clean, you know. Oh yeah. Why yeah, well, is it so nasty in here? It, 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 if I could, I'm gonna speculate. So I know they said that. I guess the, people were annoyed. Well, family was more than annoyed that the freezer was even on because apparently it was an unused section of the the hotel that was being leased by a restaurant and then the, so they were like well why was the the freezer even on i would as far as that question before i get to your question i would argue that yeah like it's it's probably just because it, it takes a long time i presume to get a, a a space that big cooled down in time so if you do need to suddenly throw like a couple sides of beef in there like you don't want to wait, you don't want to have it thaw out while it takes like two whole days or whatever it takes mm. to to spool up. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just gonna guess that because it wasn't being used yet, 
they hadn't given it like a proper like 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 they didn't have any board of health there yet to look at it like they weren't actually going to use it for anything so they're like ah oh, you know we'll just we'll just like like we know we're going to send somebody like i why let it get dirty between when we clean it and when we need to use it we'll just you know clean it once when we finally need it maybe that was the the rationale but yeah it is a little weird that like it was actually on so it was using power exactly. you know maybe but maybe that's maybe the the renter didn't care because they weren't paying that bill yeah that's 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 definitely uh that could be a, a possibility now i have this footage it's like a weird footage by the way um it's very long uh, so i'm just gonna play it in the background while we continue to talk about this case now this is pretty much the scene on september 10th now as you can see this guy right here uh if you could uh see this is like the staff member of the crown plaza and he went into the kitchen now um i'm not certain if he went to the kitchen after he checked the surveillance footage of kanika jenkins that we're gonna show shortly as well but as you can see he's walking out now pretty still laid back you know what i'm saying it doesn't look like if if i discover because because apparently when he just walked out he just saw a dead body of kanika jenkins like that picture that we showed which, which was pretty graphic if i if i saw that you know what i'm saying i'd be like running out of there screaming this is crazy you know what i'm saying and this guy pretty much like casually just went there now you could see he arrives with a police police officer as well and they you know then pretty much uh i guess the proceedings begin now one of the interesting parts here is that uh kanika jenkins uh mother Teresa martin was actually shown this uh you know shown the sighting of 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 kanika's dead body and pretty much this was her reaction now i'm not sure if you've seen this but if you could look at at the footage right now man as you can see Kanika's mother's friends are everyone's running out and, and that's Teresa Martin right there she's she just discovered that Kanika is dead in the freezer and you could see that emotionally this was crazy for her you know and I feel like her reaction seems a lot more real than the reaction of the staff member that did the sighting you know what I mean the the, the guy that discovered Kanika Jenkins he was pretty nonchalant don't you think yeah, it was it was strangely odd, like you said. That it, it makes you wonder what the level of um, authority was of the person that went in to go check, because whether he was he was in shock because he realized what kind of trouble they were in. You know, regardless, regardless of whose fault or what happens. Like it's never good for someone to die in your hotel. But yeah, like they didn't. It didn't didn't seem like a lot of concern. Like it didn't. It, it, if I were her family, I wouldn't be super happy with like anything from the hotel so far exactly. involved in this. Yeah, exactly. And I think now, you know, since we've like alluded to this uh, surveillance footage, and it's pretty much, I believe, what made the case famous almost. You know, also the narrative that you know a young woman of color, for say, was found in a freezer in you know in this. Uh, slimy hotel that you know i'm not gonna bring out the reviews of this hotel but there's I, i'm not sure if you know but the, the reviews on this particular crown plaza are not great you know there's like some some people stating that they're 
were like knocks on their door or people trying to open their doors while they're sleeping at the hotel so you know this hotel is, is sketchy to begin with it's, it's a sketchy hotel to begin with but now we have the footage of um, basically of Kanika Jenkins right after her friends left her at that um, I guess elevator and I believe she now has entered the elevator and she goes to the bottom levels now the bottom levels are there are some theories that sort of suggest that now you can see Kanika Jenkins. Now she's really drunk or, or on some sort of substance now that's illegal drug, not necessarily illegal drug, but that drug that was pretty much there to like um, help uh, fight epilepsy or whatever was found in her body. So I, I'm, I know you're going to talk a little bit about that. So I'll let you do that soon. But there are theories that Kanika actually by accident went to the lower levels because the lower levels button was i believe ll which stands for lower level but she may have pressed ll thinking that it would lead her to the lobby you know so that's all i'm gonna say here and uh i think you want to add to this so i'll just uh, let you do that gosh yeah that's a good point i mean i wonder what and what kind of I mean, if you look at her here, she's just so out of it. I I can't even think of the last time I was that drunk. I, I, you know, I can. I, I can think of like one time, maybe one or two times ever my whole, mm. you know, let me think. Like I feel uh, like if I was, I feel like I could not even be that drunk because if I was intoxicated on this level, I'm not even walking. You know what I mean? I'm definitely in a corner puking on myself. <laughs> I, I'm not, there's no way I'm I'm walking like I have no idea how she's walking I, I, I have so, no idea how how you walk like this like and she's not falling over like you know like what is yeah this? she's well and yeah that's that's I think what we're gonna definitely break down because I mean okay so on one hand I've only puked once ever drinking and I've, I've definitely had my, my drinking bouts but in let's say you know close to 30 years of drinking in my life Started drinking at 14, man? No, no. Well, I'm 44 now, so... I mean, that's like, like 26 years of drinking, so from like 18 <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. it's <laughs> a good question, though. Yeah, so, I mean, I can think of, like, like I said, the, the time that I puked was the only time that I think I ever, like, woke up where I didn't remember going to sleep. You know what I mean? Where, like, I think the... And, and all of us, funny enough, all of us drank that night, uh, puked that yeah. night, so we think maybe... We think maybe it was the food and not the drinking. But, mm. um... But like, yeah, so like the only other time, the only time I was ever like even kind of staggering like that where I was off balance and like holding up the building, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like leaning against the building, like you're holding it up. Um, I got to a party and I, I got there a couple hours later than everyone else. So I was trying to catch up on drinking and I, I've got like a super high tolerance. So I drank probably whew, the equivalent of like a six pack or so. Um, in about an hour and a half, I guess that would be a good guess. And then, you know, some extra on top of that. Um, so yeah, like for about an hour, I was liking that. And then, you know, like I ate some food, you know, it wore off, I kept going and then I was fine. But like, yeah, yeah so the, the, here's, here's where we get to, it's interesting to, it would be interesting to, to ask if her friends would be more open-minded about this or, or open to, to kind of being 
being by the way, um, honest about it. Yeah. By the way, uh, I just had to pause the video of her uh, basically wandering around the lower levels. Now, this is the kitchen, but this is not the same kitchen where she uh, entered the freezer. This is another kitchen, uh, you know, because they were like, it's a weird situation. I didn't look at the plants and the map and the maps of the lower levels of uh, the Crown Plaza here. But then again, uh, this is where one of the conspiracy theories that I found was pretty funny, uh, and I definitely don't believe it, uh, was uh, in fact the case. Now, if you could see, um, the in the top, I would say, middle to left corner of this particular shot, you could pretty much see, uh, I'll just use the mouse here to uh, direct you man uh if you could see this area right here right uh yeah people claim that this is a man you know that this is a man and he actually followed her so this is one of the one of the conspiracy <laughs> theories so let's play the clip let's see if if that seems the case now uh, apparently someone saw him move i personally don't see yeah. that looks like, looks like a pile of rags yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a pile of rags it doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look like a man to me you know what I'm saying so um yeah yeah it, and then yeah I, I mean she's, it's it's and, and like to your point yeah it just looks like it looks like a disused kitchen it's funny to think about it. it's one of those things you never think about at a big huge hotel like that how much room they must need for a kitchen and then the fact that they have like so much room down there that you could run like multiple restaurants like i i like um a lot of the big casinos are like that mm. like in vegas a lot of the, the the casino hotels like 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 amandalay bay amandalay bay might have like 20 different restaurants in it not even including the food court or whatever mm. and you just think like oh man like like that's that's a whole yeah it's a whole like like army of chefs and cooks and office space and you exactly. know, kitchen space. So I just yeah. I just wanted to quickly mention this is another potential conspiracy theory sighting soon that's gonna happen. I think it's pretty crazy as well. Um, yeah, as you can see, she's really drunk. Uh, she's super intoxicated in here. But then again, how is she still moving? You know, that's look look at this part. Look. People think someone just tried to grab her from that corner on the left. Now I didn't see anyone. <laughs> But there are people like claiming that that's that they solved it. But I didn't see anyone. You know, someone tried to grab her, but then yeah. they failed, and they were they were like hiding from like the the the, the security cameras. cameras. So, but some that's, other they're, they're ninjas that yeah. nobody's seen. Now, yeah, now just... she she just entered the toilets. By the way, the men's bathroom. So she's entering the men's bathroom. She clearly doesn't know where she's going because. You know, if she saw that it was the men' bathroom, she would probably not enter it. You know, she's. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll let you finish. I think what's happening here, she's trying to find the exit. I really, really strongly think that she is trying to find the exit because she just keeps going into these places, discovering that it's not the exit, and then she keeps wondering. You know, I think that's 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 what's happening right now. Yeah, and I just I can't even imagine that she's in her right mind. Like I feel like she's just almost sleepwalking at this point. You know, she's just so I like like drunk people are are always so hard to deal with because they're not thinking logically, and then they're kind of like stuck in a loop. I don't know if you've ever had a have, have like an argument <laughs> or a disagreement or a fight 
like a verbal fight with someone who's drunk. Yeah. Like it's it's really frustrating because you can't you can't ever get them past you know if if they start at A and you're trying to get them to Z to like you know the finish the thought you can't get them past like B or C they'll just go back to A again and I feel like that's like she's just yeah by the way yeah yeah I, I, I get what you're saying me? just just yeah. the last note this is pretty much the last shot before you know tragically Kanika Jenkins enters the freezer and she apparently locks herself in now there state uh, no there are people stating that they're actually um they're actually these freezers right they are i guess manufactured or assembled in a way that if for say you accidentally leave the freezer door a little bit open right then it will close automatically because for say you have some uh food items in there that you know will spoil if the door is not closed then you know it makes sense that it would close automatically so i think uh, seeing kanika jenkins in that state that she's been i think it would make def it would make sense that she just stumbled in there it was pretty dark now i also have an image also have an image of the freezers now this is this is the freezer right here i believe that, yeah as you can see the freezer door uh is on the right yeah you know what i'm saying so she probably went into that freezer and she actually accidentally uh got in there for uh maybe the freezers immediately automatically closed now i'm thinking the freezer is not that big you know it's not that big why would it close so fast you know that's what i'm thinking why would it if she had to open it oh and it's not that big of a space now she just minutes ago just minutes ago she went to the men's bathroom and she got out of the men's bathroom okay you know unscathed now she enters this freezer and she can't seem to get out of it now i know that i know that when the freezer closes uh, the door there is this green button that you could press and the freezer door will open you know it was made especially for these uh, events when someone accidentally uh, you know gets stuck inside the freezer so that they would have a way to get out of it now when she's really drunk or intoxicated I don't think I don't think she would have seen this uh, button and yeah then she would be trapped in there maybe she would lie down and just you know given her state she was probably really tired as well because it was the middle of the night and they were partying all night long and just pre pretty much like drinking uh she would be pretty much uh, too tired to even attempt to get out once she figured out this door doesn't open there's not even a door handle there's this button but it's super dark i don't see the button so she was like and it's getting pretty cold uh, because when you're drunk you can sort of deal with the with the cold a little bit better than when you're sober so what i'm trying to say here she went into the freezers it was really cold but she didn't f probably feel that cold you know she was like oh it's chilly in here i'll just take a nap you know i think that's what may have happened uh i'll let you add to that yeah no that's perfect i mean yeah because because there is supposed to be you know obviously 
getting blocked in a freezer accidentally is probably <laughs> every food employee's nightmare. Um, so they did have, you know, for someone in their, their right mind, and like you pointed out, good lighting and things like that with all the, the things working for the person, they should have been able to get out of there. And that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, that, that she got into the men's restroom and didn't, she didn't get stuck in there. If she yeah, had, exactly. She'd still be alive today. Just, you know, embarrassed. But yeah, instead she unfortunately kind of stumbled into a pretty dangerous out part of the, all, out the, of all the places that you could get, yeah. get stuck at. Why would she get stuck at the only place where she would die? You know, that's suspicious, would, man. And, and it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's not even just like just a walk-in freezer. It's a walk-in freezer within a walk-in cooler. So it's like a box within a box. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It, yeah, and then it, it happens. I mean, it's... But here's the thing. So this, we're going to come back to this a couple times, but just because something seems suspicious or, you know, is, is um, unfortunate or, you know seems like the odds are against it happening doesn't you know like like unfortunately people get themselves killed in dumb ways all the time um in ways they they like i'm sure if you'd ask them how you're gonna die that's not the way they would have thought but that's that's unfortunately why they keep on having to come up with new laws and new rules and i think even like now because of this chicago has a new set of rules for hotels and, and restaurants with their freezers and how they're monitored so you know, just the, the the kind of the one of the things that I think answers some of the question to why was she so out of it? Because she didn't oh, do yeah. any of the other drugs at the, at the party, so she didn't she didn't smoke any any weed. Though I don't know that that would have even made her necessarily that out of it. I mean, sometimes if you're not used to smoking weed and, and doing alcohol at the same time, it can one can kind of accentuate the other or make someone more disoriented. But she's not acting like someone who's you know, suffering from that, she's acting like someone who's super drunk or at least super drunk and medicated. So when they did the autopsy, they didn't find any sign of marijuana in her system. Um, they found a little bit of caffeine, which is totally normal. That's probably, <laughs> caffeine's probably the most used drug in uh, the Western world. Um, probably more, even more so than alcohol. Yeah, I'm addicted. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, it's, it's, it's really gets you going in the morning and seems to be relatively harmless or, or even good for you. Um, so then the only other thing that really stuck out and it stuck out because she wasn't prescribed this drug and no one seems to know how she got it. Um, I'm guessing someone gave it to her. Um, I'm going to assume she took it intentionally and it wasn't slipped into a drink, but who knows? Maybe it could have been, uh, given all that was going on at that party. So there's a drug called topiramate and it's a drug to treat epilepsy and migraine headaches it's interesting because it doesn't actually once you get a migraine it doesn't help you it's only good for preventing migraine headaches uh, when i looked it up and mm, so you have to be someone who has problems all the time right yeah you probably get like cluster cluster migraine headaches and things like that you're someone that just reliably gets you know migraine headaches i i know i know people like that their their, their lives are not happy so makes sense okay so there's a drug for that it, from what we can tell there's no reason for her to have that i will say i mean i don't know if, it's, if i'm out of line but 
in the videos I saw of her before this, when she was just there with just at home with her mom, you know, hanging out, them having, you know, there's some really nice videos of her with her family hanging out. She seems kind of drunk in general. I'm sure that was just maybe her being sleepy at night or whatever it was, but sometimes like she didn't, it's kind mm. of hard to tell with her. Maybe she's just kind of a sleepy looking person or she's just kind of just a really hangout person. Or maybe they were just, I'm sure like her mom seems like she's pretty upstanding where she wouldn't allow her daughter to drink or, you know, the fact that she had to hide what she was doing that night makes me fairly certain that her mom was not down with, um, you know, underage drinking. So, you know, maybe she was just kind of a, kind of a, a, a mellow kind of person who sometimes seems like, you know, sometimes someone seems too relaxed they seem drunk and it's just them. But I don't know. I guess I've never heard any, any medical reason, you know, because I say this because, you know, if she was prescribed this or taking this off prescription, it might account for sometimes some of her demeanor in the other non-party videos, mm. like her family videos, where, where if she actually had a medical condition that for some reason isn't being disclosed here, well, then maybe there's something else to talk about here. But it doesn't seem to be. So, yeah. So there's this drug that's really not what she should have been taking and one of the things when you look at the um the the uh, uh you know there's like like a whole thing on this is from medicineplus.gov <clears throat> one of the big warnings is that you are really supposed to tell your doctor if you drink alcohol which she's 19 so she's not supposed to be drinking alcohol but you know re you know the reality is Nineteen-year-olds do do drink alcohol in this country, even when it's illegal. Um, yeah, it's especially um, for for one of the certain pills of it, the 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 slow release type. It's really important because I guess it probably increases the chances that they overlap. You drinking alcohol and this thing being in your blood, but um, it also has some other side effects. So I think it's it's because it, it seems to compound the effects of alcohol. So it seems to make you more confused, seems to give you uh, a higher chance of being off balance. Interestingly, it um, actually makes it harder for your body to cool down when it gets very hot. So that's going to come into, into, into uh, account in a second when we talk about one of the other things that's mentioned in this case. But so, okay, that's something that goes on with it where, you know, it can make you feel over overheated. Um, it's interesting that just like a lot of SSRIs, it also has a um, kind of a suicide warning. So it's actually oh. more likely, yeah, more likely to pe make people commit suicide in, in the sample group they looked at. Um, this says you may, you may become suicidal. Uh, the only reason why I mention this is at the party, it didn't seem like the drinking. You know, everyone else was having a pretty good time. She was, you know, they were at someone's birthday party. That was what, what they why they had changed plans from what they were doing originally. They go to this birthday party. Everyone's kind of you know they're 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 singing, they're dancing, they're they're drinking, they're smoking weed, and um, people are kind of remarking to her like, "Gosh, you don't really seem because look, man, happy. you you are making insanely good points right now. You know why? Because look, uh, as uh, as you were saying this theory." I was looking at Kanika now. You can see Kanika right there. You can see the girl in all denim right there. Uh, in the back a little bit. She's stumbling. She's stumbling there, you know? She's not... She's. It, it definitely seems that 
everyone everyone else is drinking and they're just a little bit drunk you know they all seem a little bit drunk a little bit high on weed but kanika is 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 moving weird you know she's moving weird all i'm gonna say yeah, is that she's she's moving weird it seemed like everybody was a little taken aback by just her her, her she she would seem like her, her mood seemed out of she was being described as being kind of like sad or low energy and yeah it just it wasn't it was it says here's a quote wasn't acting like her usual self saying she would she would dance a little but then appear to be sad went to go sit down so like like low energy right so that's one of the mm. you know you could argue low energy eventually is what killed her when when it, when she needed to really have some high energy to get out of the situation she was in and then the confusion well that seems to correlate really well with what we saw with her kind of strange search through the hallways and making her way down to the lobby and you know not really I, I mean it, why, why was she even doing that right like why was she going up and down and and like, like all she had to do was stay in one place and let her friends come back to her but you know like when someone's super drunk they're not really in their right mind they're kind of operating off of a different a different like like program at that point it's almost like a just a like a semi-random right. <laughs> like you know brain program they're running off of at that point so yeah um that's that's what i think though i think it's also interesting to say that it may have actually made her more susceptible in the freezer now if we look at the autopsy in the freezer there's a there's an autopsy that's available pretty easily from like most of the article like the chicago tribune articles um they have a they have a link right to the document and you can go through it and Actually, compared to some of the other autopsy and, and medical examiner articles, it's, it's relatively easy to read. And like I said, it, it mentioned the chemicals that they found in her stomach. It mentioned the different tests they did. So that can be confusing because you can look at that and say, oh, wait, she had this in her system. No, they just they tested. They, just, they tested for a lot of things. They tested for like the date rape drug. They tested, you know, they, they, they tried to do a thorough job to rule out other things. And I think maybe sometimes people with the conspiracy theories – don't realize that like oh no they actually did check for things like date rape drug and for other kinds of drugs that might have been in system oh so it was che- okay that that's that's yeah. that's really good that you mentioned that yeah that's all I wanted yeah. to say yeah totally so that i mean that but they but they did mention you know they did notice hey this there's this medication that you know as far as they know from you know Kanika's family and from her lawyers etc her doctors, she wasn't supposed to have this. Now, one of the things that people look at, they say, hey, you know, her shirt was pushed up and, um, you know, wasn't, doesn't that look like someone tried to assault her, undress her? One and it's her, like, oh, no, well. One of, one of her shoes is missing. Yeah, one of her shoes is off. Um, and then so, there's the injury on her foot with the same shoe that, uh, or, you know, like. The shoe is off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks like. We can see scrape, this. So. Um, okay, so first of all, uh, because that's excellent that you just brought this up because I wanted to mention a few things about this. Uh, I read somewhere, and I'm also going to agree with it, that she may have taken off her shoe. Either there were two reasons why she would do that. The first reason would be that she would take her shoe off and she would bang on the door, right? That would make sense. You know, you can't get out, you can't yeah. find... It's dark, you can't find the the button to push... Uh, you know, uh, to get out of the freezer, so you bang on the door with the shoe. The second reason would be that she may have stumbled somewhere, either 
you know somewhere where we can see like maybe in the toilet somewhere like that or um in the men's toilet that she was previously at or maybe in this uh or maybe in this freezer she may have hit her foot really hard on a corner or something like that and she just lay down maybe that was the reason why she lay down because she hit her foot and, she, and it hurt really bad and she didn't want to walk anymore so she just laid down and she took that shoe off you know what i'm saying to look at the, the injury and then she passed out that could be also the case you know yeah and then and then someone who hears that might be like well well what about the rest of it why was her shirt pushed up why did it look like she was look like her clothes are being taken off and and that's that's i think an easier answer um and we have unfortunately a lot of historical examples to look at so um you know world war ii uh there were there was a bunch of fighting in very cold parts of um, the soviet union and one of the things that you know after these battles were over um, during like like you know like like extreme blizzards and things like that, one of the things they noticed about some of the soldiers they found that froze to death was that they had taken their clothes off. Mm. And, and and we 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 covered this I think in um, our, our uh, one of our early episodes uh, about um, what's it called the the the, the Russian campers. Let that love pass. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. So paradoxical undressing so strangely enough when you're suffering from hyperthermia which is what the autopsy said she died of so freezing to death when you're suffering from freezing to death one of the cruel tricks your brain plays on you right before you die is it makes you think that you're actually hot and it makes you want to take off your clothes now you so now you add that to the medication the medication also has a side effect that you're hot so I mean, I guess I, here's the other thing is I could see her just wriggling around on the ground and kicking off her shoe by accident. That's the other thing. I could be like, well, yeah, I, I, I like I like yep. your first personally. I like I like your your version better that she took off the shoe. She's banging it around. She's stumbling around. She knocks her foot on something while she's doing that. And then she gets tired and I want to sleep because when you're when you're cold, when you're freezing to death, you also want to sleep. That's yeah. that's one of the things that that happens is that's that's actually. When I went to when I was a little kid, I went to the San Diego Zoo and they gave our my, my Cub Scout tro- uh, pack, my Cub Scout pack a, a, a special tour behind the scenes. And one of the things they showed us was there's like these baby chicks, these dead baby chicks they feed to like the lions and things like mm-hmm. that. Or at least they did back then. Yeah. And it was like you know how they you know how they kill them. So it's like it's like a super not cruel way, I guess, or at least back then in the 80s. They would they would take a bunch of these probably male chicks right like the chicks that they're not going to use for chickens, they would um, take a bunch of them and just stick them in the freezer and they would just you know fall asleep and die, um, kind of sad but yeah that's that's what I think kind of happened to poor Kanika is you know she's all disoriented she's having I would say a, a, a negative drug interaction. Um, between the alcohol and, and this this thing she wasn't prescribed that she took, and then and then oh that was the other thing I was thinking of. Why would someone do this? So two reasons. One is maybe 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 there is some underground knowledge that like hey, if you want to get get messed up and not drink a lot, you know, because like so, so some people have a high tolerance. So for like yeah. someone like me to get even anywhere near that, I would have to drink a lot, and that's 
that's like a lot of going to the bathroom and everything. You know what I mean? That's like a it's just a lot of drinking. So hey, like something that could speed that up. Maybe that's attractive to somebody who's not like 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 we pointed out, someone yeah. who's already not thinking things out. Here's the other thing I thought of. Maybe she took it with the thought that she was going to be hang hungover. So why not take an anti what she sees as an anti hangover medication ahead of time. Oh. So you it's a mistake, I mean? like, right? Yeah, it's a mistake, or just yeah, not really. I mean, maybe it works. Who knows? Maybe, maybe even though you're not supposed to, maybe that like if you do it right, you get super drunk, and then the next day you're not, you're not. At least you have like like one less symptom. You know what I mean? From from doing that. I to your point. I mean, the fact that she didn't vomit makes me think that it's totally that that medication doing that. Because yeah, like I can't see somebody being that drunk and, and walking like, and walking you know what i mean and walking I, yeah. and, and not like projectile vomiting out like because really someone that is drunk like that if you just to our to our viewers and users who are of legal drinking age if you ever find yourself that drunk and staggering around my advice for having a good day the next day is probably try to vomit because you'll probably and then hydrate as much as you can because yeah. having all that in your system you might you might almost be di- be dead you could be pretty close to alcohol poisoning if you're really yes. if you haven't taken that yeah. medication right yeah exactly that's, that's what I was thinking that you know if I was ever this drunk uh, you know there's like this this is yeah I don't know man this doesn't even look like the alcohol is doing it you know what I'm saying because like yeah because I don't think this is, yeah, cause, cause this could potentially not even be alcohol, you know? Dude, I, I drank an 18 pack in one night and I was not God staggering damn. around like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And as, especially at 19, like, I mean, how how heavy of a drinker, drinker can you be on 18 to, like, still manage to walk drunk? Like, this is a typical day in the in the office for you, you know? This is like a typical Friday for you. I don't know, man. Doesn't seem no, like... no, this is this is somebody way. I mean, it, it's too bad her friends didn't know enough because I like to your point. Someone like this should have puked already. This is like a serious disturbance of her balance in a way that I don't know. It just yeah, for somebody that that is not like a <laughs> habitual alcoholic, right. that doesn't doesn't seem like a good way to go. So yeah, I, I think that that's that's the thing is there's so many. When you go on YouTube and you, you look up some of the what different people have said, and this has been a really compelling case for a lot of reasons. I think that let's just let's just rewind it for a second and look at it from her mother's perspective. I mean, I really feel for her mother because it seemed like, you know, her mother had been misled about what was going to happen that night. Her mother, I think, would have certainly not. I mean, even though Kanika's an adult, she, she can do it if she wants in theory. But you know, she's her mom's the one who's letting her live there. And she has some kind of responsibilities in her house. And like her mother, I think, from the videos I saw, tried to, to instill some good values in her and had a, had a pretty good family life. Her mother wasn't about her, her daughter doing underage drinking. And, you know, look, it, when you look at kind of the extent that her mother went to to, you know, to, to try to find her. So, you know, she called the police. This is, I think, where we, we can get into like the, the actions of, of who was responsible for what that night. So, um, you know, we already mentioned what Kanika was responsible with, with her own behavior. 
Um, and then, you know, at the point at which she's inebriated and out of it, I think she kind of loses responsibility for her own behavior at that point because she's not in her right mind anymore. That's kind of more the responsibility shifts to other people like her friends and like the hotel and like the police and, and her mother. But her mother, I think, has been exonerated here in terms of really going the extra mile to find to try to find her daughter and fix the problem. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, it, it really seemed like in the phone call, I can see it both ways from the police's point of view. They get calls like this all the time for people that are looking for their kids. This is not a, a, a minor that she's looking for. It's, it becomes a missing person. I think that the cop she talked to was kind of playing playing the, 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 the odds, playing the uh, statistics. They're like, oh, it's probably going to be fine. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It wasn't. And, you know, when that phone call was happening, in theory, Kanika could have been still alive. I think there's it's, – it's, I tried to do some research on how long it takes for someone to die of hyperthermia and it really depends on a lot of different things for instance the freezer itself should have been at zero degrees fahrenheit if it was working properly and in full operation now the one thing i noticed like we just recently bought a huge freezer just a standalone freezer and it's interesting because i feel like it actually probably is easier to stay cold when it has frozen things in it already, if that makes sense. Like, like you know what I mean? Having more frozen things, Oh yeah. it's like ice packs, right? So an empty freezer like that, maybe it's hard to keep it at zero. But when they finally measured the temperature, unfortunately, the door had been wedged open for two hours while they did their investigation. So it was at um, between 32 to 34 degrees Fahrenheit, which for you is about zero degrees Celsius. Um, normally, it's supposed to be about just short of negative 18 Celsius for for you guys in Europe and, and for us in America, that's yeah. um, zero, zero, zero degrees Fahrenheit. So that's pretty cold, as I understand it, sub, sub-freezing or, you know, freezing and, 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 and like close to sub-freezing um, can kill someone pretty fast. And she wasn't dressed in very warm clothes. She had like a very light jacket, you know. I don't know. I mean, it is possible. I, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't rule out that if somebody at the hotel, like if it had been like the fastest possible where maybe if, um, let's say from the moment that Kanika's friends called her mother, yeah, if her mother had known even that there was a hotel to call, which we do not even clear on that, how much the friends told her, right? But if the mother had been able to tell call the hotel and say hey my daughter's missing can you review the footage and they've taken her seriously maybe just maybe they would have been there in time to find her now there's also the thing about sometimes people are like near freezing to death but their heart you know like they're almost like uh it's like those people that get, get stuck under ice for an hour and they, they, they should have been drowned and dead but they're able to revive them because their body kind of like slowed down yeah. you know what I mean like 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 it was, it was it was just cold enough to preserve their um, organs you know their brain cells and everything yeah the organs but it wasn't part of the problem with freezing um, is that it actually breaks the cells so like yeah they're stopping your heart for sure that'll kill you but there's also like even after your heart stops you can be brought back um, before things decay but the problem is um, you know, fluids, water, water expands 
when it's frozen and that actually breaks like I think the cell membrane so that's there's actual damage that happens to something when it's frozen and she was almost certainly frozen solid by the time they found her um, which mm. maybe was why that that one guy wasn't in a hurry because he just found a human icicle um, but right. yeah still seemed pretty, still seemed pretty cold uh, yeah so anyway uh, it's kind of a a, a long way of saying that I I could see her mother is so angry at a lot of different people I mean she's probably angry at Kanika as well for making some unwise decisions and, and being duplicitous but I mean you know let's face it I mean I, I know when I was his age I did it like you know like some partying and stuff that my parents didn't know about and I, I was like a pretty pretty uptight kid like I wasn't you know what I mean compared to like a lot of other people my age I didn't do nearly the partying that a lot of people did and even I you know had my my moments that I look back and I'm like oh that was pretty dangerous or not that smart so I can't fault her too much I I, I, I do resent the police not taking her mom that seriously but I can kind of still understand it even though like in this case it didn't work out it, it really there really was an emergency and then I think I don't understand the most with the hotel. Like on one hand, the hotel does have a good point. Like one of the things they said is they're like, look, um, this is a, this, this person, the, the event that this person got killed in or died from was she was in a, in a hotel room that was illegally, um, booked with a stolen credit card. And it was an illegal party. There was illegal drinking, illegal drugs, and then the person under, you know, like a state of drunkenness that she legally shouldn't have been in under and with medication in her system she shouldn't have had wandered into a restricted part of our hotel and, you know, met 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 a fate. And I would say whatever happens with the lawsuit around this, because there's a $50 million lawsuit from her family against the hotel, I would say that there's some possibility that a jury or a judge, whoever gets to make the decision, will look at this and will say that Kanika, Kanika and her friends, etc., their own negligence contributed towards that. So that might it might dampen the damages. But right. I, I guess, yeah, I guess just to kind of finish my thought on that, I, I, I don't really see why the hotel wasn't. I get there's a lot of cameras running, but like why they couldn't have just done a little bit better job trying to track this person from camera to camera and give a much better answer to the police and to her given, you know, what was going on. And then, yeah, I think the family does make a good point. If you're going to have something that's potentially dangerous, maybe you should have some better way to monitor what's going on with it. It did seem like it was a hazard. Like imagine if it was instead of Kanika, it had been a small child would there have been, you know, and not someone who had been partying. Right. Like, there's a lot of ju- judgment because she was partying, right? But is it does, does it does our tone totally change if it's like Madeline McCann who wanders into that hmm. into that freezer and locks herself in and can't figure out how to use the button? You know, like like does it does it change if it's you know one of the other missing people we talked about who weren't partying? Exactly. That's that's yeah. actually a good. That's actually a good point, you know. Maybe if it was a child, it would, you know, uh, be a whole another reaction. So I think, you know, you definitely wrapped it up really well. Um, you know, before we, I guess, end this podcast today, 
uh, I just wanted to quickly quickly uh, talk a little bit about the conspiracy theories and that maybe there was foul play involved of some sorts. Now we saw some anecdotal uh, examples during the uh, I guess <laughs> the footage that we've seen of uh, Kanika Jenkins just stumbling around in the lower levels. Uh, I personally will rule out any foul play, but I'm definitely not saying that I'm ruling out like uh, there should be no conversations had because just because of the fact that she did go inside of the men's bathroom and she came out of it fairly easily, like within seconds, but then she goes to the freezer and then she can't uh, figure out how to escape the freezer now obviously the men's bathroom door and the freezer door are two different things so obviously it would be a lot harder for a, a person who is not in their right mind to get out of the freezer uh, then it would be from you know just a standard uh, door handle having a door but then again why out of all of the places to to get stuck in to to necessarily have that foot injury and just lay down and just rest of all the places to end up in the only freezer that could kill you pretty much and the kitchen was not even operational you know the freezer was just on like that so um it's suspicious but i'm i'm still leaning towards that this is just a a crazy line of events where you know it's just a crazy 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 line of events where there was a really really small chance of Kanika Jenkins wandering into the only place that she would would die by laying in there you know the the chances would have to be in like the <laughs> less than one percent and I think she just just unfortunately just just took the route that would kill her Cause she could have you know she could have just stayed there at the elevator or whatever you know so um or or, or laid at, at the bathroom at the men's bathroom you know it's just uh, I, I really think it, just, it was just an unfortunate line of events and currently i don't see any foul play i mean if any of our audience see any foul play then definitely leave that in the comments now um i'll let you oh, oh, yeah uh, talk you know what it. actually i i i should have i just realized there was one last thing from the autopsy i checked that because i, I could see somebody coming up and saying hey you know despite all the reasons you, you guys just gave you know, I still think that what if, you know, what if she was sexually assaulted, let's say, and, and then, or, or, or it was a cover up. Like that was the other theory is maybe it was a cover up yeah. for like a gang rape or something that happened. And I said, okay, that's, you know, okay, that's, that's plausible. Let's look it up. So this autopsy was, was fairly thorough. They examined her organs and they examined her, her genitals and her, her uterus, et cetera. And they said there was no trauma to her let's say vaginal area um there was no sign that there had been like any sexual contact let alone like a, a sexual assault that would cause mm. you know trauma and tearing and things like that so i think it's i guess that's that's where it's like if you were to look kind of use the occam's razor simplest explanation is the most logical yeah it's like super frustrating right like it's super frustrating for her mom it's super tragic um it is kind of amazing, but I guess in a, in a, in a, you know, in a world with billions of people, 
a handful of people are going to die in, in what seems like just bizarre ways. There's, there's a whole Wikipedia page, you know, yeah, I know man. that makes, have you ever read that page? There's, there's a page of like strange, it's, it's an awesome page. There's one, <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, it's, it's kind of bizarre. Um, even before you get to the modern ones, the ancient ones, but yeah, the modern ones are like super crazy. So yeah, yeah. anyway, um, it's, it's, yeah, just tragic. I really, I really feel bad for her mom. It sounds like her mom, you know, there was some kind of future ahead of Kanika where she was just getting going, had a job and, you know, was just trying to live the American dream and, and, you know, ran into, you know, a bad stretch of luck. Yeah. Um, okay. This has been episode number 53. I mean, I, this was a pretty uh, interesting show for me just because of the, all of the visual assets that we had, you know, the footage, all of that. Uh, and, you know, that's because the case was pretty recent, you know, because in recent weeks, we tended to cover cases that were pretty much almost older than I am. So it was pretty refreshing to go to something recent. Um, yeah, guys, if you enjoyed this case, definitely leave uh, some comments uh, in the comment section of our YouTube page. Tell us your opinions. Maybe we missed something. Maybe one of the crazy uh, conspiracy theories isn't that crazy after all. And maybe it actually does explain this, uh, you know, just a really unfortunate line of events where Kanika ends up in the in the freezer that you know out of all of the places to, to, to end up in the freezer that's that's pretty insane to me so maybe there's something more nefarious going on here i mean if you have something for us guys definitely uh, leave the comment or contact us or whatever we would love to hear that and i hope everyone enjoyed this week's show definitely subscribe to our youtube channel if you don't mind doing that and then leaving a like that will help us a lot and for now guys um take it easy and as always stay safe and peace out Thank you.